Hey, Shelly, do you remember the days of being in corporate talent acquisition? Oh, absolutely. Every time the phone rang, it was another staffing agency claiming to be innovative and different. I used to wonder when someone would truly elevate the industry. Well, hold on to your hat here because that's exactly what Van Hack has done. Shelly, picture this a closed community of pre verified tech talent ready to relocate to Canada with all the paperwork taken care of. Sounds too good to be true? Well, not anymore. Van Hack has made it a reality. They have built the community of skilled software developers eager to make the move, and they handle the entire immigration process. And that's not all. They're taking it up a notch. Companies with offshore development teams, listen up. Van Hack's introducing the Canadian Engineering Office. Move your entire dev team to Canada, and Van Hack handles all the nitty-gritty details of immigration and relocation. So can you imagine, Serge? The applause from your CIO if you were to walk into his office and bring this solution to the table. Shelly, every time I walk into an office, I get applause. But that's not all. (laughs) The best part is they've got certified immigration consultants on board who've done this countless times. They understand that every family situation is unique. Revolutionize the way you recruit, relocate, and retain talent because when it comes to innovation in the talent acquisition world, Van Hack is leading the charge. Get ready to be the hero of your company. Check out vanhack.com today. Welcome to the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelly. I'm Serge. And I'm Shelly. And we talk all things recruitment starting right now. Bonjour and welcome to the Recruitment Flex at the Plum Boot at HR Tech. We have a special guest that we actually met at HR Tech last year for the first time. So (laughs) Shelly, do the honors. Yes, very happy to have joining us. Jen Ravalli, who is the chief marketing officer with a company called Harry, and that's H-A-R-R-I. Yes. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming to join us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Awesome. Here's where I want to start. Mm -hmm. You've got such deep experience in the HR tech space. Can you just share with the audience a little bit about where you've been before and your decision to come to Harry? Sure. So I'm an HR tech nerd. I love to talk about that, but I've grown up through many of the big players and now have taken roles in scaling up startups to fulfill their revenue potential. So I spent eight years at ADP, where I did a multitude of roles, both operational and in marketing capacity, including being a part of their inaugural product marketing team, then went on to create product marketing at iSIMS, and then took over marketing fully at PandaLogic and took that through exit, and then moved over to Harry because I saw something incredibly special in the product Mm -hmm. that they were bringing to market. I really feel like frontline workers are a bit ignored in the HR technology space, and the ability to build something that could really help them maximize talent and be able to see it come to fruition and growth within the ecosystem was something that I thought was unprecedented and needed more light and heat in the space. And they need marketing help. (laughs) Yeah, everyone needs marketing help, right? Particularly when you get to a point in scale where you're you're ready to to rock and roll. (laughs) Absolutely. So you're just rounding out your first year Yes. With Harry, is the job what you thought it was going to be? I mean, I think every job is always a little bit different. 
we spent our first digital dollar in November of last year. So we've really been building out the infrastructure underneath. We've had fantastic brand in the hospitality space. Our founder is a lifelong restaurateur, very much knows the business, knows the space and has built from that network and kind of growing there from a brand perspective. And now we're really looking at how do you maximize demand generation, put all the tools in place to see kind of repeatable revenue structure in the business. So big news. Yes, we had some great big news. Harry raised $43 million in Series B. What are you going to do with all that cash? I think you could (laughs) spend it on a podcast if you want to. Maybe. We have some really exciting ideas around how that actually could play out. Um, But really for us, it's about responsible growth and driving to scale. We're looking to scale to 100, 250 million, expand into some new verticals. We're very much in the hospitality restaurant hotel space and have done very well there. Over the next 24 months, looking at retail and healthcare. We're in the UK and the US. Are there other adjacent markets that we want to start to play in as well? And honestly, we have spent a long time building an amazing product. And now is really the perfect point to commercialize it. And for the audience, just trying to figure out exactly who is your target client. You mentioned hospitality. Go a little bit deeper of what your client and why Harry's potentially a solution for them. Yeah, I mean, our founder saw a gap in the market. He had to use something like 15 apps to manage his team. He opened the first Burger King in Australia, a number of restaurants in New York. And what we really try and do is work with restaurants and hotels on building fantastic frontline teams. That means we are the employee system of record for McDonald's in the U.S., Jersey Mike's, Jollibee internationally and in the U.S. So we've got some really fantastic marquee customers, but our sweet spot is generally that 5,000 to 10,000 employee Based company who is in the restaurant or hotel space. We do anything as small as 250 uh, employees and then the biggest of the big as well. Mm-hmm. But it's been a really exciting time to see folks take an employee experience forward position in managing their workforce in that space. I think we've learned so much post-pandemic and people really wanting to integrate work into life as opposed to life into their work. And that translates just as much to frontline workforces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hospitality, one of the biggest challenges, retention. We were actually talking about yesterday about Caesars Palace and they hired, say, a thousand people in a day. And was it a thousand or a hundred? A hundred. A hundred, whatever. A hundred, a thousand, it's all the same. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. And we were trying to figure out what is the actual retention and turnover. Tell me a little bit more, like what data you have as far as why is it so critical for these hospitality and these types of companies retention in the first 90 days? Yeah, we believe retention in the first 90 days is the biggest problem we can solve for our customers. Most people leave within the first 30 days when they enter a hospitality job. Usually that's because of a couple of things. I don't like my manager and I don't like my schedule. Yeah. So we see that there's very strong alignment between the hiring and the scheduling in order to drive that retention forward. We see the talent acquisition process as an opportunity to set expectations, and then the schedule is an opportunity to manage those expectations. So when you put those together, it really gives you a full view of being able to communicate with the employee, engage them in the appropriate way to make sure that they stay. So one of the big things that we're actually rolling out November 7th is engagement over top of that, extending conversational AI 
outside of the TA platform and into the employee experience. Because what we see is you've got an average of 125% turnover in a single year in any hospitality business. And that's really those that are managing well. Sometimes it's upward of 150%. So if you're turning over your entire team, you're never getting productive. You're never driving the efficiency, which means you're not being as profitable as you could be. We work with a lot of high growth organizations. One of our customers is going to be opening 500 new locations over the next 18 months. For them to hire 500 new general managers, 70% of those have to come from within. So how do you look at maximizing retention through engagement, through making sure that scheduled hours are right and people are earning what they could, but then also identifying who are those highest potential folks based on actual performance that could be your next general manager. So we put a lot of focus on that in order to be able to drive retention versus just continually filling the funnel. Jen, can you talk a little bit more about the candidate experience? What is the differentiator in Harry? Sure. Where our goal is to hire within hours instead of days or weeks. The first one who's going to respond to an application is likely going to be the one that wins in this market. Mm. We have actually built a talent marketplace, which was the original part of Harry when it started, that has about 10 million hospitality profiles, all skills-based, before skills were even a thing, honestly. And the ability for us to pull people in from that network allows us to move faster in terms of hiring for our customers. So that's one area. Those are all tagged. We are able to take those and actually invite them to an interview to feed that process along. What a delightful experience to not just be invited to apply, but actually to interview right away. The other thing is the marriage of conversational AI with the ATS. We don't sell our conversational AI standalone, but we use it on a regular basis to make sure that we are maximizing the engagement with the candidate and pulling them through and that we can be from interview to offer all in the same day. So are you saying if I'm a candidate mm-hmm. and the one company I'm interested in, I build a profile in Harry, can I use that profile to apply to more than one company? So I don't have to fill in 250 different applicant tracking system, register, build an account. That's what I mean by the candidate experience. Yes. So if I'm a professional server, mm-hmm. I can build a profile and when I decide I'm going to change, I can go back and use the same Harry profile? Or will Harry come and talk to me and say, hey, you've been there 18 months. You want to take a look at this opportunity? Like, has it really advanced that far? It's starting to get there. We've got some really cool things for employers, too, on the privacy side to protect folks who've applied. But yes, you can create one Harry profile, apply to any of the companies that work with us, either through a job posting perspective or that are Harry ATS customers. But once you've been through the screening piece of it, which automatically screens, then you're able to be held off in a privacy mode until that process has concluded. We also work with our customers to be able to look at timing around privacy. If we're focused on retention, we don't necessarily want them to be like, hey, like you've been there 18 months and here's another one either. But at the same time, we do want them to have availability to be able to see if they are unhappy and they're looking for their next job, like they're able to allow themselves to be offered up to the Harry Network in order to do that. 
that. What we're getting to is advanced talent pooling, which is anyone who's applied into one of the jobs that say Kava, for example, that they're able to go back and pull from that pool on a regular basis. They can do that today. But with advanced tagging, we have the ability to do that and pull it from an ontology perspective to invite them directly to interview and check on their health of whether or not they want to be a part of the Kava community. I'm curious your thoughts overall, outside of Harry, mm-hmm. looking at all these organizations that are building talent pools. Mm-hmm. Talent pool, talent communities are very hard to maintain coming as a practitioner that's tried to build them throughout my whole career. Any advice that you'd have for hospitality or any type of client when it comes to building that talent pool or talent community? Yeah, let automation do the work for you. If we can look at people who worked really well in your organization and recommend a top five from your account pool, put everything in place to communicate and keep that pool warm, that's something that really helps people stay on top of it. Because I think part of the challenge with any type of communities and talent pool is keeping them active, keeping them fresh, and making sure that people still want to be engaged. I think we've put a lot of automation in place and given recommendations to the practitioner on how to do that. And then we've given them a world of candidates that they can pull in based on who's worked well already so that they're not having to necessarily seek. That's automatically populating their talent pool for them. I'm always interested when I talk to a chief marketing officer at a show like this where marketing shines, like the ones that do it really well, there's buzz around them, there's talk. When you're setting up a trade show like this, what are the key things that you're trying to drive for your prospects or anyone to come just talk to you? Very much depends on the show, but it's all about knowing what your objectives are when you're here. When I think about HR tech, for us, it's about the business of HR tech. It's developing new partners and building that ecosystem and making sure that we're clear on being set up for success in that area. We spend a lot of time in the analyst room and things like that to make sure people are educated that can share our story and be able to get more traction in the marketplace. But then when you go to more of a prospect-facing show, we do a lot from an activation perspective and making sure that we're driving the right message to bring the right person into our ecosystem. It's very much know your objectives, be very clear on what you're trying to accomplish, and make sure everything falls in line to be able to support those. Who has impressed you at this show? Oh, who's impressed me at this show? Well, certainly Plum, but I'm not surprised by that in (laughs) any way, Um, knowing who's leading their marketing department and their sales team, uh, (laughs) who are wonderful, great friends and colleagues. But who else has really impressed me? You know what? Virgil HR, which in a startup alley, they're a compliance solution. They have knocked my socks off. They've really maximized every aspect of the show from being in the Innovation Summit, the Pitch Fest, doing some HR tech talks. And I think they do something incredibly differentiated and valuable for the space. For me, it's not always about the square footage. Sometimes it's about the intent and Mm. the types of ways that you're engaging people while you're here. There's some interesting things that we've seen at play. There's actually a booth that has no booth at all (laughs) and just a QR code. That's a new approach and certainly an interesting one. (laughs) (laughs) I want to switch gears just a little bit because Mm -hmm. there's a great blog article Mm -hmm. on your site that talks about the top advice to hook high quality hospitality talent. But the point that really caught my eye was the advice. Engagement matters, but speed matters more. Can you just talk about, is this just a post-COVID phenomenon? Or has really speed always been the key factor in successful hiring and hospitality? 
Yeah. Well, I think speed matters regardless, but especially in this space. And yeah. speed is tied to engagement. So if you're able to get to somebody first, make them feel valued through the process, that is going to give you such a better opportunity to make sure that you land that hire. We are trying to bring down hiring to hours for this team. Our clients need that and the candidates need that. And we actually are doing a brand new video just on that topic and being able to drive those warm experiences, whether that's through chat and SMS or through direct kind of in the workplace. We do a lot on site for our customers because of that through QR interviewing days. It's about driving warmth and driving speed to hire through being faster to engage them and make them feel valued. Perfect. Jen, so great to have you on the show. If anyone wants to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Uh, so best way is probably LinkedIn, Jennifer Ravalli there. Please reach out anytime. I love to work with anybody in the space and share notes. If anybody wants to talk, I'm always available. And it's harry.com? Yes, H-A-R-R-I.com. How, how did you get the .com? Let's see uh, press actually. You would think the, the I gives yeah. you a little bit of a different flavor, but our founder has some mysterious <laughs> ways and I always was surprised by that too. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jen. Really appreciate this. Thank, Thank you, you. Shelly, let's face it, texting candidates is the easiest way to hire quicker today. But your cell phone doesn't connect to your ATS. You're sharing your personal number with strangers. That's pretty scary, right, Shelly? And mm. it's not even legally compliant. Mm, this is where our friends at Rectex come in. They've created simple yet powerful text recruiting software that works with your ATS. Plus, it's designed by recruiters for recruiters, so you know it works. To learn more and book a demo, visit www.rectxt.com, mention the Recruitment Flex, and get 10% off annual plans. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We, we out. out.